testing, testing. <laughs> what's going on with dance and stuff? What's happening with dance and things? What's going on? What's happening? What's go? Wing on with dance and stuff. Hello. Um, I'm reaching down to my bass baritone because um, it's been an interesting week where I, I've had access to different parts of my chest register because I have the COVID the COVID. Um, hi. The Omicron is here. It has swept through New York. I was not spared. Um, Reed and Harriet went down. The whole organization, <laughs> all two of us. Um, it is. Uh, it was a real now or never situation to make this podcast. It's. What time is it? It's 10, just about 10.40 here in what I think is chilly New York. I have a, a window cracked. I didn't go outside today. Um, and where do we begin? I guess I'll just tell you my COVID story and then, then we'll talk TV. Um, so... <sighs> As you know, Harriet and I had an exhausting week styling a photo shoot for something. I actually don't know if you know that, but there it is. Um, We were doing some styling for something that was very challenging because it was a shoot with almost 20 people in it, which just meant schlepping around so many looks all over New York City. And we were being tested... um, very frequently during the process of putting this whole thing together. Um, and then after it was over, we did returns. Harriet started feeling unwell, but I was fine. Um, she got tested, but was negative. And so then I did another day of returns. And then the day after that, wait, let me think about the, yeah, yeah. The wait, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, And then I think I just had like a day to like to regroup and put things away in my studio and things like that. And then Friday, I took Cunningham class, Kimberly's class, and I had a really lovely birthday lunch with my friend Cassie at this restaurant I'd been wanting to go to, which is in that weird in-between block in, on 53rd or 54th. It's called Le Grand Boucherie. And um, Zach Gonder joined us. And then Cassie and I did some chores in the Garma District. I went home, had a rest, and then joined Cassie and her husband Jesse and her, my friend Mac and their friend George for a lovely birthday meal at Cassie and Jesse's in Kiwanis. Um, I, I rode a city bike home in the night, in the chilly night. And when I woke up the next day, I thought, oh, wow, I'm tired. And I thought it has been a hard week. And I went to brunch with my brother, my sister-in-law, their children, my father and his wife. 
and we had Mexican food. I went home after the Mexican food and I took a nap. This is now Saturday, the day after my birthday. And I woke up from that nap and I thought, I'm sick. And that evening, and it was by sick, I just mean, I had some, a feeling in my chest and a bit of a sore throat. And I was just like, the way that I'd slept during that nap, I thought, whoa, this is, my body is giving up. Excuse me, I'm going to cough. <coughs> oh, that's better. So, um, that evening, Saturday evening, I was meant to go to see Stuart for for ordering in food and having some very low-key celebration. And I decided I was going to get a rapid test. So I went and stood in a line outside of an urgent care COVID facility. And um, I got a, I got a, ta- a rapid test. And I called Stuart and I was, you know, we decided it would be best if... Um, I I just didn't come, which seemed like the right idea. So I just went home and waited for my results. And about an hour later, they called me on the phone and they said, you have a positive test, just stay home for 10 days. And here I am. Um, so that was the 18th, today's the 23rd. I, I've, I got progressively worse for a couple days. So Sunday I woke up. And started to have that sort of glassy, shreddy feeling in my lungs. But as the day would progress, that would subside. The next day, I woke up, same thing, even worse. Um, and that brought us to Tuesday. Tuesday. I think Tuesday, I woke up and it was still not great. Wednesday, I woke up and I was like, Oh, feeling better. Meanwhile, no fever, plenty of energy. Um, but just like, you know, congestion and um, coffee, glassy lungs. So then I woke up yesterday feeling quite a bit better. No pain in my lungs. And today even yet, yet even more better. And... Um, I am clearly, as you can hear, continuing to have congestion uh, and a bit of a cough. But yeah, it's, it's, it's not so bad. It hasn't been so bad. And it's been actually nice to just have time at home to order in groceries and do some cooking. And I took on a huge baking project, which... Um, is puff pastry and croissant and yesterday I did the pastry making and today I made croissant I have another half of the dough that I plan to do chocolate croissant um, but my goodness what an endeavor I didn't, I didn't realize it was going to take quite this much effort and you know I don't have a commercial grade kitchen so my oven is obviously unreliable I don't have a proofing drawer or anything like that but for the most part it worked out very well I got a pretty well proofed 
um, croissant this afternoon and then I baked them and they did not, they didn't get as much lift as I'd hoped for as the New York Times Claire Saffitz recipe had, but they didn't squish down and they had an amazing flaky crack or what, what do you say? Lamination and a beautiful kind of oh, pulley brioche, not brioche, but buttery pull apart interior. Very good. But gosh, after eating one, I was like, well, what am I going to do with these? I don't want any more croissant. And just the idea of eating them made me feel sick. Um, I used little scraps to make cute little puff pastry knots. Um, and those were particularly good. Very, very shattery, crunchy, delicious. Um, so many layers. So I guess in the end, my my puff really worked out. The puff pastry did what it was meant to do. Um, and so that's my that's so far my COVID story. I've been bothering people on FaceTime a lot. Uh, Jack and Jeremy, Lauren and Joe, um, Stuart, Port Russell, um, Harriet and I spent the entire day on FaceTime today doing work. Oh my God, we had, was that Mon? what day was that, Monday? Was today really already Thursday? Is that possible? Maybe it's only Wednesday. Wait, I have to check. What is it today? It's Thursday. Huh. Harry and I had a ton of meetings on Zoom, and I think that was Monday, but it might have been also Tuesday. It was Monday. I just felt so bad that day. I was like, get me off these Zooms. <coughs> um, but at any rate, uh, I've also been watching whatever there is on the TV. Um, have you all seen The Power of the Dog? <sighs> you really must watch it. Incredible film. And I know there's some um, differing opinions on the movie, but because my friends Cassie and Jesse did not enjoy it. I heard from Michael Sean Breeden on Conversations on Dance that he didn't really enjoy it. But Brian Safi on uh, Attitudes, amongst other podcasts, and Jack and Jeremy and others, and myself, all agree that it's one of one of the great films of the year, and maybe even of the past many years. Um, Jane Campion has directed a beautiful, beautiful film um, about ranchers, sort of eccentric ranchers, in what looks to be Montana and um, a storyline involving a marriage to Kirsten Dunst and her son um, sort of thickens the plot. Excuse me, I'm going to cough again. (coughs) I should sit up. I think that's why I'm coughing. And... Um, it's just incredible performances by Benedict Cumberbatch and Kirsten Dunst and this person, young person, Cody, Mc, I want to say Cody McPhee, but that could be wrong. And then someone named Jesse 
Jesse something, who I think is married to Kirsten Dunst, and I've seen him in a couple other films. Um, gorgeous movie. I mean, you could even put it on in silence in the background if you have a big screen. It's just so beautiful. Um, what else have I watched? I'm all caught up in an, on um, and just like that. Are you watching this show? Is it not the craziest, most cringeworthy thing you've ever seen? And yet, incredibly comforting at the same time. Um, tonight's episode was... Uh, it, well, it opened with a, a five-minute-long coffee montage showing um, Charlotte buying coffee for both she and her her new friend, and then the friend buying coffee for both she and Charlotte, them, them seeing each other from 25 feet away and saying, I got you coffee, I got you coffee. Cynthia Nixon in her kitchen being ridiculed by her oversexed son and his girlfriend and and to which she replies um i'm i don't have enough ca- i'm not caffeinated enough to handle this right now and then you get carrie who's spent the night in her old apartment and she's brought out the old um old old world coffee machine that she turns on it does however malfunction and her response to this absolutely absurd malfunction, which literally looks like they squooged out, you know, brown paint, mud, and chocolate pudding out of this, uh, out of this old coffee maker to make it look like something was wrong. Um, she, she walks out of the house in a floor length wedding pinafore kind of skirt. No, what's a pinafore? No. Petticoat, not a pinafore, excuse me. Um, walks out in this huge, as I said, floor length, white petticoat skirt. And, um, she goes to her local deli for coffee. And, um, she tells, she tells her old deli guy that Big has died and he gives her, um, a poppy seed bagel with cream cheese wrapped in saran wrap. Cause you know, for consolation. Um, and then there's just as per usual, 20 minutes of cringy, 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 um, actor, uh, characters dealing with race stuff for the most part. Um, wow. It is bizarre. I hope you're watching it. There's so many outfits, so much hair, so much makeup. Um, what else am I watching? I started Station Eleven. Is that what it's called tonight? I didn't get very far. I liked the first episode, and I really didn't like the second episode about the traveling Shakespearean group in a dystopian time. That was difficult. Um, I watched today. I watched Claire Saffitz make Gougere. That was really fun. She has a kind of she really makes herself laugh at the end. I watched... Oh, I watched La Piscine a couple nights ago on Criterion with um, Alain Delon and Romy Schneider who are chef's kiss, peak perfection beauty people just sort of wearing various swimsuits 
If you just want to watch a movie with gorgeous people in gorgeous outfits, go on ahead. It is what um, it is the movie upon which Luca Guadagnino made a bigger splash a few years ago with Tilda Swinton and um, Ray Fiennes. And if only I could remember the name of this. Oh, Matthias Schoenertz. Can you believe that just came to me? <laughs> wow, I'm shocked. I mean, that'll I'll write on that for about. If I even remember after the podcast is over, I'll write on that for a little while. Matthias. Um, wow, there's a really sexy scene at the beginning of La Piscine where Alain Delon is laying just at the edge of the pool with his body kind of parallel to the edge of the beautiful pool, just baking in the sun. Um... And Romy Schneider jumps in the pool. You don't see her. You just see the water that her splash has made sort of upset Alain Delon from his repose. But he stays where he is. And then eventually you see her swim through the water and climb out of the pool in this gorgeous two-piece black swimsuit. And then she drips water over Alain, Alain Delon's body and then lays down beside him. They start making out and she starts sort of shimmying on top of him and you can see up. The shot is from, from sort of by their legs up towards their heads at some point and you can see into her swimsuit top, you can see the white the white cups inside or the white lining or something. And... um Oh, it's just such a sexy shot. You have to watch this movie. Um, is that all I've watched? I've been in here forever. Um, did I watch? I finished Pen Fifteen. Did we already talk about that? Talk about must see TV. You must watch all of Pen Fifteen. It will break your heart into a million pieces. If you have one, how wonderful that that show got made and how tragic that it's over. But also, you know, it it's the, it's when they it's what they had intended. They made the show they intended and they finished it. And that's that's what's really beautiful. Oh, my God, that last episode. So devastating. I've also been um listening to these three young singers, two of whom are Shan Nos, Irish singing specialists, is like a 16th century Irish singing style. And they sing this trio called Eleanor Naroon, Eleanor My Secret. Um, the song doesn't begin until five minutes and 52 seconds into the video. But my goodness, I have I've listened to this over and over and over again. The beautiful close harmonies and the way in which these three singers are so sensitive to one another, singing with their eyes closed. It's just heaven. Um, that's been wonderful. And I sent that around to some people. Uh, maybe I'll I'll try to post it on um the dance and stuff Instagram. Um, 
What else? What else? There has to be more in entertainment. Ah, uh, my brain's not functioning. I know there are other things that I've that I've watched. I mean, what else have I done with my time? I guess Monday was a work day. Today was a work day. But what happened Tuesday, Wednesday? Hmm. Uh, I tried out that um. TikTok pasta recipe where I don't have TikTok but you put a block of feta cheese in a casserole dish and you surround it with a container of small tomatoes whether those be grape, cherry, Campari, what have you. And I'm sorry, laid down again. I shouldn't have done it. Shouldn't have done it. Um, and you, well, you should put some olive oil down at the base of the casserole before you place the cheese and the tomatoes, and then you salt and pepper it all, put more oil on top, and then you bake it in the oven at, mm, I don't remember, 450 or something, hot. Bake it for like, 15 minutes and then broil it for 10 and I put I did it in a Dutch oven and I can't fit my Dutch oven in my broiler drawer so I just turned the heat up a bit so I didn't broil it oh you can also you also put garlic cloves and can slice up a chili pepper or put red pepper flakes in it anyways before you bake it and then you kind of squish it all up once it comes out of the oven and the cheese is melted and the cheese and the tomatoes and their juices all mixed together. And then you just throw in pasta and mix it all up with some pasta water to thin out the sauce. And my advice to you will be to use a whole pound of pasta because I only used two thirds and it ended up being kind of too much sauce for the pasta. It was a bit, a bit, a bit gooey or cloying or something. And so I did end up thinning it about thinning it out quite a bit with pasta water. Am I still recording? Yep. Uh, so yeah, use a pound of pasta, um, and be prepared for a rich a rich dish. Um, but you know the tang of the of the feta cheese um, keeps it from feeling too stodgy as they say in the british um all the companies are going down ailey canceled the remainder of their city center season starting from last friday um new york city ballet has canceled performances of the nutcracker until the 28th um, the National Ballet of Canada has canceled the remainder of their Nutcracker performances. The Rockettes Christmas show is now canceled until next year. Um, San Francisco Ballet carries on. I believe Pacific Northwest Ballet carries on. Um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what else is happening where, but we are in uh we're in quite a state here with the omicron but you know luckily most of us are vaccinated so we're not dying
we're just um, developing a rich baritone. A rich baritone. Um, gosh, what else is happening? I'm so sorry I keep asking you that question, but you don't reply. Have I made anything else? I made my chicken soup. I made this rice dish with um, butternut squash rice sauteed. Well, I cooked some rice. What kind of rice was that? I don't recall. It was a short grain rice. And um, then I cut a butternut squash into half-inch cubes. And I sautéed the squash with ginger and garlic. And then I threw in a lot of peas. Uh, just before I then added the rice and some soy sauce. Well, you don't have to, but I put a little soy sauce and fish sauce. But I think even just salt, pepper will suffice. And then you just saute it all together and you have a kind of very clean squash fried rice. That was delicious. I know Bobby had a question. Wait, let me see if I can find a question from Bobby and um, answer a question from Bobby. Wouldn't that be nice? Hey, Bobby, how are you? Thank you for continuing to listen. Did did Sacramento Ballet Nutcracker go on? Oh, no. So it's asking me to had my phone number. I don't want to do that. Okay, Bobby. Prisco. Okay. Um, what do you think about ballets being sold as NFTs? Do you know what NFTs are? If not, look it up and maybe talk about it. Some dancers and choreographers are already getting into it. I'm also looking into it. Okay. Um, NFTs. What I know of NFTs is that they are a way, they're a kind of currency that's being a digital crypto, crypto, or a kind of digital currency that's being used um, in the art world, particularly for um, the more ephemeral arts like digital, digital. Uh, artwork, um, meaning, you know, paintings, drawings that are made digitally, also apparently dance, although this is the first I'm hearing of it. So um, I don't know. I don't know. I tend to be dubious of money that is um, digital, I I still have not I've not yet wrapped my mind around it. I mean it's very matrixy, right? Like are we even alive? Is anything real? I mean, today I was sitting in the bathroom as Jack and Jeremy were telling me how very stupid the new Matrix movie is, and I just started looking through my apartment at my things and I thought, Oh how very, very mundane this all is. There's no way 
that this could have been devised as um, it's kind of like a figment of my imagination. But look, I don't know. Maybe it is all some kind of like really high resolution video game that I've been living. I don't know. That would be awfully boring <coughs> for whoever um, came up with this huge idea. Um, NFT, NFT. Yeah, Bobby, I don't know. I really don't. I. It's a concept I can't quite wrap my mind around. So uh, you're welcome. That's the answer to the question. Um, Evan, uh, thank you so much for my poem from last week. That was tremendous. Um, thank you for the comments, uh, Barbara. Um, I, oh, I appreciate you, um, confirming my suspicions about people being, uh, screaming into the, into the void as I, I got actresses names wrong. And, um, thank you, Jeffrey, for, for the happy birthday, the, what the well wishes. Um, and I think that's about all I can handle for my, for this COVID week. Hopefully next week I'll be all cleared out and, um, and I won't be, uh, groggy from having eaten so much puff pastry today. Um, great. Well, that's a relief. I'm glad I remembered to do this. Uh, I think next week will likely be, um, the first of a few Yvonne Rayner weeks. And I know I keep saying that. I know I keep saying that, but Russell and I teased it last week. And I think we're now both redder, redder, Redder to have a conversation about art. Um, I'm sure if any of you have been reading along with us, you're way ahead at this point. And um, let me know what I should watch. Let me know what you'd like me to watch. Um, I'm sad Succession ended. I'm sad Pen15 ended. I'm sad something else ended I just don't know what that's okay the great British baking show holiday specials um, particularly the New Year's one the New Year's one's great Rahul comes back with Nancy and Henry and that that Italian goth woman and it, it's a sheer delight that episode sheer delight I tell you Rahul is, um, he's special. He's, he's something else. Um, okay. Love you. 31 minute episode and all my listeners. And, um, should I go out with a, with a song? Let's see. What, what kind of song? Um, I wish I knew that Eleanor Narun song. I would sing you some of that. Um, uh, or maybe I'll just figure out how to get that song off the YouTube. No, no, I'm not going to do that. It's too much effort. Okay. Um, oh, how, why are they, how, 
sorry, I'm so sorry. I'm trying to remember something from Boy Choir School that is a song I'm very fond of, um, called Mary Speaks, I believe. Wow, it's really not going to come to me. Wow, I'm going to have to look it up after this. Well, maybe the COVID has affected my brain, but, you know, I did remember Matthias Schoenert, so um, something good. Sometimes you, you win some, you lose some, as they say. Um, this will come out tomorrow, Christmas Eve, so... Have yourself a merry little Christmas. May your heart be light. Ma, 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 That's enough. I don't know the words to that one. That wasn't one we ever did at boy choir school. Too popular. Okay. Bye-bye.